0: John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing, and there were some fights last night. There were some fights last night. They're pretty good. Um, I don't know if there are any other fights. I just saw the UFC. I didn't really check because I had kind uh, of busy, had the kids and stuff. Watch UFC. There were some really good fights in the UFC, and um, let's talk about them. After we get done talking about them, though, we'll, we'll uh, I'll open up for some consultation stuff, alright, I'll put, I'll put a link in the chat you guys can hit me with your questions okay, free consultation um, you can fire away with whatever you guys want just make sure you got a good connection alright, don't be uh, chicken shits <laughs> ask a question man, let us know uh, what you want to know okay, let's get into these fights, because there were some good ones you guys enjoy the fights? I enjoyed the fights. Um, let me see. Let me get this big in my face. There we go. Um yeah. Uh early prelims. Um Orion and Coach... First Mike, they call him, they're calling him Diamond? What was it? The Blood Diamond? <laughs> um, I didn't catch all that fight. I caught the last round. Um, Orion won, one, and um, I don't know. I hope I see more of the Blood Diamond, because that's, that's a cool name. <laughs> one of the cooler names, new names I've heard in, in a while. Uh, the first fight I did see the full fight of was pretty great, and that was um, Nebegaruno. Is that right? I don't think it's that right. Nicole Negamorano, Negamorano. There we go. Nicole Negamorano and uh, Ihor Polteria. It's a good fight. Um, Negamorano. It was was a stud. He's a stud. He's a big boy. Throws uh, heavy heavy strikes. I need to uh, put this up. I'm trying to do this a little bit different. I was showing you guys the Google. Thing before, but it wasn't. It didn't look, as good on the screen. Let's see if this is better. There, that's a little better. Can we do that. <clears throat> this was a good fight. It's a good fight. Uh, Nega uh, Murano is powerful. Hits hard. Um, is a stud. Uh, Portiera didn't didn't look like a pushover. It was a solid fight. Solid exchanges. Um, he got the finish TKO round two. It was a good fight. Um, I don't I don't know anything about um, Nicole and uh, I haven't seen a fight before, but he's got a you know looks like a pretty decent record, thirteen and one. I don't know how many UFC fights he has, but I'd like to see more of him. Nicole, uh, two five pounds. Looked like he was carrying a little extra weight. I don't know if he could make 85. Anytime I see a guy who's got a little bit of the muffin top, maybe. But then again, sometimes guys lose a little power, lose a little steam when they're uh, leaned out. Um, So he's got to let them be a little bit chubby. So he might be better off that way. We'll see. But, I, I mean, it might be better for him to be at 205 anyways because... I feel like that weight class is up for grabs, quite honestly. I don't see any one guy that's purely going to dominate quite yet. You know, there's some guys, younger guys, I think, um, might prove themselves with some more fights, but um, I can't think of anybody right now who I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to win every single fight. Jan is good, don't get me wrong. He's tough, but he's also beatable. We've seen it um take this off yeah <clears throat> Negamuranu. nigamirano it's the russian kianu <laughs> nigamirano he's tough he's tough um, back to the fights uh, then we had um Jocelyn Edwards and uh Geon Kim. I uh, had the decision for Edwards Morales, and forget. Ah, forget. <laughs> it was uh it was a good fight. You know, they were uh, scrapping back and forth. Rales got the got the TKO, round three. Um fun little scrap, enjoyed it. Uh, it's going good. It's going good, boxing save lives. It's going good. All pro Lamont Z is in the house saying what's up. Uh we'll get we'll get to the Amanda fight. Some of you guys are commenting on the later fights already. But um who else do we have? Who else? Car close and uh, Rafa Garcia uh, close won that not uh, not not much notable I can't really remember the fight that much uh, but this fight was outstanding this next fight was outstanding uh, I was very uh, very satisfied watching this fight it was cool the Dantal or Dantal <coughs> sorry. This fight was great. Dontale Mays and uh Hamdi Abd Wahab. Abdel Wahab. Hamdi Abdel Wahab. <laughs> Takes me a second to get him uh right here. But this was um a great fight, man. Um dantali uh was hitting hard, uh hitting a lot, moving well. You know, this was a big heavyweight fight, you know. I think it was one guy weighed in at 264, uh, Hamdi Abdul Wahabi, I think was 264. They guys are 260. These were big boys. They were uh, moving a little bit slow because they're a little bit tired because that's a lot of weight to move. But Hamdi, man, he's got power. He's got some big power. And uh, Maze, I think, maybe was doing more work. But Hamdi had uh, that great equalizer and was able to land some big shots. And then when they started slowing down and getting a little bit tired, he was able to utilize his wrestling ability to take the fight down and control a little bit to make sure he wasn't getting lit up because um, his defense uh, needs a little bit of work. He needs to move that head a little bit more. Luckily for Hamdi, uh, Maze doesn't hit as hard as he does. Um, but, yeah. It was, uh, it was a good fight. Solid back and forth. It was entertaining. It was very entertaining. Um, one of my favorite fights tonight. One of my favorite fights tonight. It was it was cool. Uh, after that, we had another one of uh, the fights that I really enjoyed, and that was Dauber. Drew Dauber. Drew Dauber is a stud. He's a stud. Drew Dauber is a stud. Um... Got the KO, round three, a minute 30 into it. This was a great fight. Rafael Alves, I've never seen him fight before. Um, I don't know much about Rafael uh, Alves other than he had some great dance moves. He's extremely explosive. um, Hits hard. That was a great fight. That was a great fight. Um, Drew Dabba was able to, to come out on top. He was just a little bit too much. He was a little bit too technical. He had good power. It's a fun fight to watch. It was another one of my favorite fights. There's a nice little uh, robot dance uh, going on at one point with elves. After he'd slipped a bunch of punches. um, it's a great fight, though. Then we have... It's interesting that there's... A uh, Dauber would have had a higher strike count. They have 11, landed 11 through 36. They were throwing hard. Yeah, they have listed like all their punches listed as like <laughs> as, uh, as uh, significant strikes for Dobber. So everything he was throwing, they think was thrown with heat and intention. And uh, Dobber's fun to watch. I've never, I don't think I've ever not enjoyed a Dobber fight. Dobber. So hopefully we'll see him get a bigger, bigger chance, a bigger fight, a bigger name, um, bigger place on the card. Maybe it's time for main event, not main event, but at least main card status, given the first fight of the main card. I think that could be good. Next fight was Alex Moreno, Matthew Semmelsberger. Uh, good fight. We had a decision for Morano. Uh, Semmelsberger had his eye banged up pretty bad. It was enjoyable. Scrap. Then we get into the main main card, and we did not get to see Rockhold and Polacosta. That's delayed until a later date. I think August sixth. That coming up in a week. I think. Anybody else having this audio seems to be out of sync. What does that mean? Audio seems to be out of sync out of sync mean is it loud or not loud everything looks good maybe i'll uh listen to myself real quick on the tubes if you guys say so i want to make sure you guys are getting the ultimate viewing pleasure possible uh what were the fights you guys thought were the best i was loving um Nikolai's fight he looked tough Dopper looked really tough Uh, I don't know. I think my audio sounds okay. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with my audio right now Alrighty. Maybe it's your uh, setup. Your internet is slow or something. Not sure, but yeah. Um, so we didn't get to see Costa Rockwell. That's coming up though, and then the next fight. This was a great fight too. This is one of the fights I really enjoyed. Maghdamal, Magomed, Magomed, sorry, Ankalav. Ankalav is a stud. He's an absolute stud. Fought Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith has a ton of fights. But I feel like, man, he's young though. I guess he's 34. But like A Smith, he's just gonna be they're just gonna use him as a gatekeeper. He's he's just gonna be fodder. They're gonna you keep using him as fodder to feed him to the guys they wanna build over and over again. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna um, beat any of the big names. He's gonna have to beat a a up and comer that they freed him through and uh, uh, they're gonna have to feed him. He's going to have to beat one of the guys they're trying to feed him to. He's going to have to beat one of those guys, and then he's probably going to have to beat another one of those guys. He's probably going to have to beat two up-and-coming guys in a row, and then he'll get a shot with a named guy or a highly ranked guy or a more high ranked guy. But I don't know, man. It's tough. The spot he's in, it's really tough to be an Anthony Johnson spot. Anthony Smith spot, I'm sorry. It's It's not a good spot. You know, 36, 17th, got a ton of experience, ton of fights, but a ton of losses. And he's lost to a lot of guys in the UFC. He's lost to ranked guys. He's beat guys in the past, but I don't know. Uh, Uncle Lav looked like a stud, absolute stud in the fight. He was landing great kicks, landing great shots, picking shots. He's an animal. And it, it seems that uh, Smith may have broken his, his leg or foot at some point in the fight. Uh, at the post-fight interview, Enkolov said, you know, how, how do you think he broke it, you know, by hitting me or me kicking him or whatever. So, um, yeah. But then again, is this another case? Are we having another case? Is this another fight in another week where one of the main card people um, was in the main event this time, but he broke his leg? Was he injured before? Should he have pulled out? Did he know he should have pulled out? Is he in a position where he knows he can't afford to pull out? Because he one needs the money, two knows that the USC would be pissed at him for pulling out and then get a drop a fight, Uh, you know, (laughs) or uh, or what? You know, or or did he need to fight so that he could get proper care? Through insurance after the fight I don't know Is those are serious questions I, I've, I think need to be asked more how many of these guys should not be fighting but they do because they're pressured to this is one of the reasons why you can't have you cannot have MMA fighters as employees you can't have it it's impossible because they have to be able to make a decision on their own for their best for what's best for their business to compete and if they're injured it's not in their best interest to compete they need to step aside and, and step out and heal up and get better but they don't have that option if you're an employee you don't have that option you don't have the option to be like oh man this isn't the best for me right now because uh how my body feels or something's broke maybe no you're, you're forced into it it's another reason why we need independent titles we need to make this an actual sport rather than a production production with exhibitions it's really all this is it's a production with exhibitions it's a reality show and it sucks because it's just disrespectful disgustingly disrespectful disgustingly disrespectful to the athletes who dedicate their lives to training for this shit it's gross absolutely gross That's maybe not wrong. That maybe not wrong, man. Drunken Boxing is saying Glover took Smith's soul <laughs> or his fight soul in their scrap. Yeah. I don't, you might not be far off of that. Some guys, man, you put them, you put them through certain fights and they're just never the same. Whether it's uh, emotionally, psychologically, physically, you know, you lose a little bit of yourself every time you step in that cage pieces of you come off whether the outside world can see them or not they're there you always you're always scarred one way or another even even when you even when you win you know even when you win even if you knock that guy out in one punch you've probably done something to your hand that will <laughs> always be there you know there's something in your head there's something that happened it's not a it's not a sport where there's no cost. There's always a cost. After the enkelev fight, Enkilev Smith, he had uh, Pantoja, Pantoja, and uh, he looked fantastic. He had a first round submission over Alex Perez that was uh, impressive, performance. I am in and out of the cage pretty quick, man. And that was uh, yeah, Alex Perez didn't even get any strikes off or total strikes. why they don't They have significant strikes, no total strikes? I don't know. I think yeah, I might I might have screen captured this before they put up all the info. which is strange. Something else really strange that happened. When I um, was looking at this stuff on Google, I don't know if it's still like that, but when I looked up some of the stuff on my phone on Google, it had um, Brandon Moreno and Cara France as the main event, and the little box thing. And... It was weird. You had to expand the thing at the bottom to show all of it for the for the top, for the real main card, the Pena uh, noons fight to come up. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before in um, on, on Google. Because I go to that all the time to look and check. I've been doing that for over a year, <laughs> and I've never seen that ever. It's weird that they, uh, they hid the main event. That's what it seemed like. They hid the main event. Maybe I'm just uh, overreacting to a minor technicality. I don't know, though. Who am I? I know nothing, you know? Uh, Next fight pissed a lot of people off. They were not happy with the outcome. I think because Derek Lewis, quite honestly, people love him. People love Derek Lewis, and he fought in Texas. So that was a double whammy. But Sergi Pavlovich, Sergi is a beast, guys. Sergi is a monster. He's a baby-faced ogre killer. <laughs> okay, he came to AKA, trained a little bit, with my he's he's just huge. Like kicking him in the leg was like kicking a tree. You know? But then then the tree came after me and started kicking back super nice guy but huge powerful i think he has a huge future he needs to clean a lot of his striking up but because he's so big and powerful you know he's 16 and 1 young young guy i think still pretty young i don't know if I've got they got his age anywhere i've seen it but uh People mad, people mad, what do you guys think about the, the stoppage? I know I saw some people commenting know, as James is said uh, this was early on. He said referee stopping fights too early is becoming an epidemic. Um, I think it's been uh, it's been happening a while, really, guys. I, I'm I'm old school man. I'm an old school guy. Like I want the fight to be over. I want to know, yeah, that fight's done. I think should be in the crowd being like, oh, they should stop this. I feel like the crowd needs to say that. You know, there's especially when there's so when you're 50% of your purse is on the line, 50% of your purse is online, when you're already having the majority of your money skimmed off the top by the promoter and stolen from you. You're putting all this effort and energy into training and fighting. And the ref's going to be like, well, you know, I have to err on the side of safety, <laughs> you know? And you're like, bitch, <laughs> err on the side that gets me paid. You know, if, if you're getting guaranteed money going into it, you know, you did the work, you're doing the fight, you should get your guaranteed money. Uh, you want to throw down performance and finish bonuses? I have no problem with that. That's great. Uh, if you want to give people extra money for throwing spinning back fist knockouts and do whatever. Okay. But you're paying the guys to do the work, let them, you know, do the work. They should have a flat pay. And, um, it wouldn't matter as much because the ref screws up. Like he didn't steal half your money. He didn't screw you out of half your money. You know, these guys making 50 and 50 or sixteen sixty and 60 or 150 and, and 50 or whatever. Like, if a ref is costing you that much money, man, that's just ugly. Surprised nobody's <laughs> smacked the shit out of the ref for doing that. You know, people gave what's-his-name a, a lot of trouble, a lot of shit for uh, when I fought Berkman. Goes, oh, are you mad that he waited so long? I was like, nah, man, I'll make sure I'm out. You know, like, I'll be all right. <laughs> There's a fight, you know. Um, but I think, yeah, everything's an early stoppage kind of nowadays. A lot of times, a lot of times things are kind of early stoppages and, you know, I want to know what's a real fight, what works, what's really real. And I got to give credit. I got to give credit to Joe Rogan. I have to give credit to Joe Rogan. This is huge. I haven't heard this ever in MMA commentating for a while, for a really long while. There was a situation where. Someone got taken down, and the guy on bottom wasn't doing much, keeping his guard closed, holding the guy, keep him down. And and they were saying something about, oh, they're standing him up, they're standing him up, and Joe's like, ah, I don't like that. And they questioned him and said, what do you mean you don't like that? You don't like stand-ups? He's like, no, I never like stand-ups. If you get taken down and uh, the guy uh, stays on top of you and rabbit punches you for five minutes, it's your fault. Thank you, Joe Rogan. The bottom guy who doesn't fight is the boring one. The bottom guy who is stalling, he's the guy who needs to be penalized. If you're going to stop the fight to get stood up, you should lose a point. Bring back the yellow cards, man. Bring back the yellow cards. I think Joe Rogan would probably agree. Bring back the yellow cards. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, let's talk about the the Sergi and Derek Lewis stoppage. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Now this isn't because oh, I'm rooting for some guy or the other, but no, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm not, I don't really have, um, I'm not a fan of every, anybody necessarily that says, uh, you know, I want this guy to win. I got pulling for this guy. I think this guy's the greatest. I, I don't care. I look at things in analytical way, analytical perspective. I just want to, I just want to break things down with how I see them. That's it. I, I, and um, I can see how that Derek Lewis stoppage was fine. Uh, I can't say I would have stepped in right then. If I was the ref, I probably would have let it go a few more punches. But I can definitely understand the call because he wasn't returning anything. He was taking some good shots. Not everything was landing, and I think that was one of the reasons why I would have let it go a little bit further. Um, When he dove face down into the mat, he's got his hands on the mat, it looks really bad. But – I would have have let it go a little longer. I'm not mad at it. It is what it is. I think you have to defend yourself. You have to look like you're defending yourself. It's Derek Lewis' fault for being in that position. And he should not have allowed himself to get into that position. If he needed to hit the ground or hit the mat, he should have done it in a way that he could have guarded himself. He looked like he was intelligently defending yourself. You have to intelligently look like you're defending yourself. And you know, just covering up and diving to the ground—it does not, does not, does not look like you're intelligently defending yourself. So I'm okay with the stoppage, but at the same time, if I was the ref, I would not have stopped it. I just would have let that keep going. Uh. Drunken Boxing is uh, definitely thinking it's a early stoppage. He's also got no dog in the race. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. So, you you know, that's it. I, I see it. I see how it could be okay. I'm not uh, super upset about it. I'm not super mad. But at the same time, let it go. Let it go. Let these guys fight for their money. Let the fans see it. Let, it, let there be a stamp at the end of it. I think it would have been all right. Uh, Floodland is saying, uh, you got a super chat. Thank you very much. You are the man. He says, what do you think about stoppage uh, in Rockhold Weedman? Man, that's so long ago. Honestly, I don't remember it. I don't even know if I saw it. I didn't watch MMA for a while, guys. I was fighting, but I wasn't watching it. I was so disgusted. One of the reasons I've, I've started covering and, and watching and getting more into MMA recently is because of the contractual changes that came to light. The fact that Naganu has now a sunset clause and all these other guys are going to have sunset clauses on their contracts, that made me care more about fighting again. I wasn't watching it. I wasn't paying attention. It was ugly and disgusting. And it, it, it turned my stomach to watch because I knew it was happening to these guys, and Watching it happen to these guys and them accepting it and just going with it. It was it, it was gross It was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch and now I have a uh, A slightly better opinion of it where it's more palatable It's more palatable to me because now there's a sunset clause. Now these guys have a way out It's still garbage. It should be two and a half year sunset clause and we need independent titles um, You know, I really don't see a better solution than solidifying the status of fighters as independent contractors with the Act. There's no better way. There's no better way. And anybody who's saying, oh, we don't want things to be like boxing. I'm like, what part of boxing? You have, you have cross-promotional fights. You have unified titles. You have guys making tons of money. At every level, they get paid better than MMA fighters. What don't you want about it? It's just some promoter somewhere told you that it was bad, so you, you agree with them? I don't want to hear your pro wrestling fan opinion on it. It's really not valuable. Oh, we don't get to see the best fights. Bullshit. You're not going to see the best fights now. There's no cross promotion. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Mark Daniels. He said defend yourself at all times. He did not look like he was defending himself very well. I don't think... Uh, Derek Lewis was. How Floodland is saying is really brutal. Uh, Luke, did Luke go out and get smashed afterwards? Happens, man. But most fighters would rather, quite honestly, most fighters would rather risk the CET and be put out in a brutal way than wishy washy and lose half the first off of some wishy washy. I know a lot of people with their soft sensibilities don't quite understand that, but like we're fighting for glory and money, man. Like prizes, jewels, crowns, bro. <laughs> like if you don't get it, you're never gonna get it. Leave us alone. <laughs> it's not your thing. Leave us alone. It's not your thing, bro. Let us do it. Okay, so let us do it. <laughs> Sit on the outside and watch like a tater, like a good tater. Drink your soda. Shove that footlong down your mouth. Let us do our thing. Let us embrace our violence that we love. Hoi. Greetings from Brazil. From (laughs) high jizz approve. (laughs) Um, Dude, I beat Paul Bailey in a fight. (laughs) What are you talking about? I already beat Paul Bailey, dummy. Look it up, look it up. Okay, Luke beat Chris for an extended period of time. Okay, yeah, and you know what's funny is sometimes the guy that they want to win ends up getting beaten more, beaten up more in a fight than if it were the other way. Does that make sense? There's a lot of early stoppages when it's it's the guy who. they want to win, is doing the damage. The guy they want to win is doing the damage. I would love for some MMA nerd to go through and break down all the past fights where we think there was early stoppages and look at, you know, which the company favorite was. Listen to how the announcers talked about the guy through the fight. I bet it would be shocking, the statistical information on that. Absolutely shocking. But then again, maybe not. All right, all right, right. We uh we have two more fights left. Brandon Moreno and Cal Carafonts. Um, this was a pretty fun fight. Oh, did I not? All right. But yeah, we have. Uh, this is a rematch. Moreno and. Our friends, decent fight, but it wasn't. (laughs) All right, I'm sorry. I got to say it. Uh, It was kind of boring. It was boring. There was a lot of this from both guys. Um, I'm going to look at the outputs. You know, they went, went, what, three rounds? Almost a full three rounds before he finished them. Uh, 153 total strikes from uh, Moreno, 123 total strikes from Car France. So, you know, the totals aren't aren't bad, but there, I mean, it was just so much dancing. Like, just step in the pocket. If you're going to do that, step in the pocket. So, like, I, I get really upset. I'm not upset, but it's irritating. Like, people, if you watch that fight, and you're like, oh, that was a great fight, that was a great fight, but, like, there was no real action, except for a few moments, and that's, that's somehow more entertaining than a ground fight with a lot of action or guys trading and changing places, guys doing ground and pound, guy putting somebody in the fence and beating them up. You know, um, I don't know. But the finishing sequence was beautiful. It was very nice. Um, he landed just a, a very destructive body kick was a hard hard slap, hard smack and you could just see the soul leave his body for a second. It was cool too cuz I got to explain to my sons the idea of a liver shot and what a liver shot does to a person. They were fascinated with that. They both, you know, they they're, they're boys. They've roughhouse and done things. So they've gotten a the wind knocked out of them before. And I explained to them the difference between liver shot and getting winded, getting hit in the solar plexus and having trouble breathing versus getting hit in uh, the liver, a very large organ. Is it your second largest origin organ? Second large second largest organ next to your skin, right? Could be wrong. But you hit that sucker and it shuts down and everything shuts down for a little bit. You're just not you're not you're not gonna react. You're not gonna do anything. Um but yeah you can you can push through the 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 body shot to the solar plexus. You can push through losing your wind. It's not easy, but you can do it. But that, that was, uh, you know, um, disappointment for the guys down under the Kiwis and the Australians. Cause they wanted to, they wanted him to have a title shot next. And they wanted three, uh, three titles on their islands. Can't disparage him for that. And then the main event was uh, noon's and um, Pena, which was a pretty savage beating. Uh, noons looked like she was she was on point and uh, had her had her shit together. Her cardio was there, timing was good. Um, yeah, was was definitely her night. I don't know if I don't know if there'll be another. Between them, unless uh, Pena puts on a really impressive showing or something. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I could see, though, if UFC really likes her, if she sells well or something, then maybe they could force it. But I don't know. Not sure. Hi, right. Mr. T is saying it's great listening to you talk about MMA. I've noticed for years the company men always get the decision and are rewarded with jobs in the UFC. Yeah, it's not it's not an accident that the guys that always um, suck the most promoter dick get the jobs. It's not it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery. People know. People know. Uh, people understand what it is when you talk to them about you know what's happening with. You know, leveraging the fights when you talk to them about the money being stolen, like they they cover their eyes, plug their ears. They don't want to hear it because they don't want to they don't want to ever accidentally misspeak and support something that's not on the company agendas of uh, the company's agenda. So they don't risk their money. They're not going to risk it. They don't. They're not noble people trying to make sure everybody gets paid what they're worth. They just want to get their little bit and go. They don't. They don't care if they if they have. 60% of their money taken from them as long as they're getting paid more than the other guy. But that's, that's human nature, I guess, man. That's just what it is. And I've, I don't know. I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of not talking about it. I don't care about people's feelings. Whatever. I don't care. All right. Uh Dunkin boxing is saying uh, let's see it's asking me what wouldn't the UFC be unhappy with their golden goose McGregor getting his ass beat badly back to back when will he be damaged good as long as people pay as long as people show up and buy, buy his pay-per-view they'll use him it doesn't matter and the fact that they can control the ranks they can manipulate the ranks they can leverage fights uh, they're gonna as long as he's a good company man they're going to keep using him I'll put money on the fact that they probably have stake in his, his uh, whiskey also. You know They got a piece of his fight with Mayweather. I don't think there's a chance in hell that they don't have a piece of his whiskey. There's no way. There is no way. There is no way that that organization is going to let somebody make money without them making money too. That's not how their mafia works. It's not how they're going to do things. Oh, they are. Spidey sense. Why do you think liver kicks aren't more of a regular strategy for fighters? They are. but A lot of fighters don't go to the body that much. So uh, you don't see a ton of people attacking the body. One of the reasons why you don't see a lot of fighters in MMA attacking the body is because it is hard to get inside to attack the body. You have to get them against the fence. Uh, The the. The movement, the footwork is different in MMA. When you're when you're in boxing and muay thai and kickboxing, guys are generally pretty close because they're both trying to strike and knock each other out. They're both trying to hit the button to end the fight. In MMA, there's more movement and takeouts can happen. So guys can be way farther apart and it's harder to get in to hit the body. And making a big move to cross that line, to jump that bridge, to get to a position where you can attack that body can put you in danger. Okay, you can get the counter hooked on the way in. So you have to do it off of a combination. Uh, the, more, like the longer your combination is, the more you're exposed to things uh, in MMA because you're planted and you're throwing. So if you're throwing a four-punch combination, you're, you're planted a lot longer for the takedown, for the clinch. It's not the same as with boxing or Muay Thai or kickboxing. Um, well, actually, Muay Thai, you can, you can grab and clinch. So from my understanding, I, there is a lot of smaller – Combinations. You're going to have more two and three punch combinations a lot of the Muay Thai where it's going to go high-low, you know, two high, one low on some, uh, some scale like that. Uh, but that's a big reason why you don't see body shots um, with the hands. The kicks are a much better way to attack that liver, but you stand the chance of getting the leg caught and getting taken down. So that's one reason why not use as much. And two, all that guy's got to do is keep that elbow in a good place. If you kick an elbow, that sucks, bro. (laughs) It really sucks. You could break your foot, you could break your ankle, you could, you could do some damage. You kick an elbow a couple times. That sucks, man. It really sucks. It's a hard, it's a hard joint. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see anything. I saw uh, Sio Lanu is saying, uh, please comment on Pena's striking and footwork skills because I didn't notice much improvement over the last fight. No, I think uh, Noons did a much better job of preparing for her footwork because her footwork is rush, <laughs> rush forward and throw punches. And noon's did a great job of uh, circling out and, and countering. And that's where a lot of those big Big, big strikes, big punches landed was because she was able to get out of that, that bull rush forward. I think she wasn't doing that good of a job of that in the last fight. And that's why she was getting caught. And um, You know, uh, Pena was more in her face. This time she was using much better movement, moving her head more and uh, doing damage with her strikes. She was more calculated with a lot of her strikes. Whereas I think before, you know, she was just, the goat, the female goat. So she was just, I'm just gonna go smash this girl. I can smash everybody. Less, less calculated. Yeah. Then uh, Patoja, Pantoja, Pantoja. Am I saying that right? Patoja is the top guy in the in that division. What uh? What is his? What was that? Wait, flyweight. Yeah, I. Sorry, guys. I don't get that excited. Like 125, 135. I don't get excited. I don't get that excited for those weight classes, really. And 145. Mm, there's some fighters I do like to watch, but like it's not. It's not a weight class that I'm super overexcited to watch. Sorry. Don't mean to be mean or whatever. Just being honest. Yeah, Icon was saying that uh, Kai was circling to his right, so the liver kick was open for Reno, Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just barely slipped it in, man, on that elbow came up for a second. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen Antonio fight. I don't know. I did see him fight. And that drunken to saying, Yeah, Petola is a great fighter, needs a shot for sure. Wonder what the UFC will do with him. Do not know. I do not know. Those are the fights. The fights were good. Enjoyed the fights. Um, So, all right, guys, we have a little time left talking about some fights. Let's uh, open it up. I'm going I'm to put a link in the description if you guys would like to pop on and join in and ask some questions, do some free consults. You can ask questions on anything. Fitness fighting, romance, oh, go right ahead ahead uh and uh, hit that call in and we'll we'll talk about that i want to uh share a little something with you guys that i found on the other day now I've, I've seen stuff about this i just haven't seen any good videos to share um recently i don't think they uh, sound off for of this but this is um this is the end of the the gun, the gun control debate. This is the end. it's over. It's over. Uh, it cannot work. it will not work. Criminals will always be able to access firearms no matter what ban law, anything you put on it. okay and this is this is the end. this is really the end. okay this is a railgun. This is an electric battery-powered railgun. It shoots little discs of metal out. Uh, this is still pretty early infancy of these this technology. Um, this is a smaller one. I have bigger ones that shoot much harder, but this is, I think, something that they're they're trying to put out in mass uh, production at some point. Maybe I'll turn this down on for you. You got time. target. Do this. Ridic- shotgun up. mode. See that target. Ridic- All right. So you can see. It's an electric gun. So it's electric. Um you can 3D print this. You can you can make this stuff you order on the internet. You can make this with stuff that you get at the hardware store. You can mass produce these in your garage with a 3D printer. Uh, they're only going to get more powerful. They're only going to get more easily made. Okay? Uh, a drug, dog, a trained dog isn't going to be able to smell this out. There's no, there's no, there's no, um, no gunpowder. Um, you don't have to buy ammo. You can make your own. You only need little metal discs. This is only going to increase availability and precision and power. It's not going away. We saw Abe from Japan, right, the president of uh, of Japan, be assassinated with a gun, a makeshift gun that was be that was um, made from uh, stuff he would find at the hardware store. He had two guns. One that was a two-barrel and one was like a six-barrel. And your gun control argument is moot. It does not matter. You will never take guns away from criminals. Period. It's impossible. Not to mention the fact that we already have around 400 million guns in the United States. I read somewhere, and you guys can correct me at home if uh, you have heard or seen this, but uh, all the world's militaries combined have around one hundred and thirty million guns. American civilians have about four hundred million guns. Now they have 3D printers. You can you can 3D print fully fully auto uh, rifles. You can um, even get a 3D printer that prints with metal <laughs> with metal, like aluminum and other alloys. You can You can print a gun. You can print a gun. All you need is the specs all you need is the hardware and you can get my buddy was telling me this because he sells ammo uh it's one of his gigs and it's about ten thousand dollars to buy one of these things and you can 3d print guns with metal your gun control argument is dumb you're a child why don't we just snap our fingers and pray hard and and everything will turn out Magic. That's that's what your that's what your common sense gun control bullshit sounds like to me. It's not possible. Criminals are gonna have guns. They're always gonna have guns. Nothing you can do about it other than to have your own gun and protect yourself and train with it and know how to use it. Uh yeah, Aaron, I'll I'll go on someday. All right, guys. We got a caller. C, what's up? You there? Oh, you got a good connection. I can't hear you. Nope, not there. All right, I couldn't. uh could not see you. I don't have time to chat in the chat with you though, but yeah, if you can call in, call in guys. Yep. Necessity. And sometimes tyranny is the mother of invention. Hell yes. You're right. Spidey sense. Tyler Durden's a stupid name. It says, bro, you can still buy a gun, but I don't live in California. I do like reloading, but get the reloadable Get the, get the reload Bible. Okay, thanks for that. The reload Bible. Careful, be careful. Yeah, it's it's a little, little iffy. Playing with gunpowder. <laughs> Playing with gunpowder. But yeah, I have friends uh, that that reload their own ammo. You know, you got to save your brass. Uh, it's, it's very doable. It's not that hard. But um, you could see how they could make it very difficult for you to access the brass, make it hard to access the gunpowder. Um, you know, so so. The fact that you could make a railgun and just use metal from around the house—you could go out to the hardware store and buy washers. You, like, they can't stop you from having a projectile firearm. They can't. It's impossible. It's my most enjoyable MMA fight. Eric Silva fight was pretty awesome. But they're all pretty great, man. They're all pretty fun. It was a great ride, dude. It was great. Working hard, working your ass off, traveling all over the world, using skills that you developed in the in the gym. Like it's a great, it's a great feeling, man. Meeting lots of cool people. It was a great, it was a great experience. It was a great life. Spidey sense is saying, uh, in Ireland where I'm from, guns are illegal and no constitutional right to them. I don't know what Americans are thinking letting politicians shit on your unique rights. Your constitution is very special, 100%. We learned from experience, we learned from history that you cannot allow government to have that kind of power. You can't. And I hope the people of Ireland are techniclo- technologically savvy, and I hope they can mass produce rail guns. And every every Bible bought in Ireland is equipped with a gun. <laughs> I hope, I hope they should get a free gun, free rail gun with every bottle of whiskey you buy. James, let's see, this is controversial, let's see. says, not to rustle any feathers, but in Japan, guns are banned, and they only had one death from gun violence there in the past year. Stats I heard on news. Yeah, because the news is completely trustworthy. Um, But they still did not stop somebody from deciding that he wanted to do something and kill someone. I would say that the low death toll in Japan would have more to do with mental health. I think the japanese people are more based and doing much better psychologically um than than american american people are uh in one sense because uh in japan you're more likely to commit suicide if there's a problem i think that that uh, you know i think that's a mindset thing so uh i don't know i think they would they're not the kind they're not the kind of people from my experience to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out a bunch of people because I'm mad. They'll just go to that forest and kill themselves in the forest. Right? I don't know. Come on, guys. Anybody else? Somebody got a question? Somebody call in. Somebody call in, do a question. Uh, here's another. Um, example, Spidey Sense is saying the terrorist in nice France killed 86 people with a truck back in 206. Yeah. Well, who's that guy here in the US, in Minnesota, or whatever? Ran a bunch of people down with his SUV. Killed like six people or something? The news didn't even cover it. Man. Cal Marlin is saying black powder replica guns are almost completely unregulated in California. No registration, shipped straight to your door. So you can you can have a Civil War gun and no one will know about it, and uh, that's fine. Or, or 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 it's just black powder. So can you use black powder stuff? I wonder. Yeah, you have to have a special. It's like a muzzle loader to have that. You had a revolver, like old school, they had old school revolvers, but big cloud of smoke every time you shoot it, huh? Give away your position. So Wisconsin, Wayne Smith is saying it was Wisconsin, Wisconsin, where that guy drove the van or the SUV through that crowd. Vehicles are weapons. Information is a weapon, man. Drunken boxing saying vehicles are weapons. I'm saying information is a weapon. You don't think CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and the New York Times and New York Post, you don't think those are weapons? Those are mass psychological weapons that have driven a lot of people crazy. Just look what's happened the last couple of years. 100%. If people want to kill, Spidey sense is saying, if people want to kill, they will find a way. Guns or no guns. Yep. You see mass stabbings and stuff on buses all the time. It's not going to stop people, especially when we give them attention. Especially when our government gives them the weapons to do it and does the MK Ultra on them. And it uh, convinces them to go and, and, and shoot people. Yeah. Uh just because it sounds scary. Tyler Durden's a stupid name is saying, I love the assault weapon argument. What makes it assault? If I beat someone to death with a salami, is it in a salami, an assault salami? No, It. Ha- if it's tactical and you can put like rails on it and a scope and, uh, you know, optics and... And things on the side, like a flashlight and maybe knife on it. If you can put all those things on on a, on a salami, that makes it. I think that makes it a salt, a salt salami. <laughs> okay, okay. Wayne Smith, educating us, right? Black powder recipe, sulfur, charcoal, and potassium nitrate. I won't type the ratio. You can probably find that on the interweb somewhere. <laughs> yes, Tyler Durden's a stupid name. Oh, a pistol-grip salami with a red fit scope word. Yep, it's got. I got a red dot on my salami. It's a salt salami. It's an assault salami. <laughs> yeah, this that's what's really funny. This is what's really funny, guys, right? This is going to blow your mind. When was the last time we had, like, a, a terrorist attack? Like, some people would be like, oh, that's because Trump killed all of them. Really? He killed all of them? Killed all of them? I thought we had I thought we had sleeper cells everywhere in the US. Like they were all over the place. We had terrorists everywhere. But they just disappeared? Really? Did, did did Trump drone bomb all of them to death? Really? He Trump was just walking around with Charles Schwab. But you will own nothing and be happy. I'm sorry. I loved Trump getting elected. I thought it was the greatest thing ever because so many people lost their minds. It was glorious. It was glorious to finally have the system thrown in some of these people's faces. And I, uh, I liked it, but he, he's not our friend. He's not our ally. He did some okay things. He said some funny things, right? He put some people in their place. He made things a little more real. I won't say he's the worst, but I don't think he's our friend. I don't think he, he's great. You know, I think he did a way better job than the current guy's doing. I think he did a way better job than Obama or, or uh, Bush, W, or Clinton, or the W before him. Um, I was too young to really know much about Reagan. But I'm pretty sure that everybody from Reagan till uh, uh, Biden was all controlled by the same people even if trump didn't like them and didn't want to be controlled by them on some level he still made decisions that favored those those people like we still we still um bombed a lot of civilians We, we we don't we didn't get any reports on what was happening with with the wars and we didn't get any reports on what was happening with uh the drones and shit. I will say, though, um, he didn't start any new conflicts. I'll take it. He pissed off a lot of weak-minded people, and he didn't start any new conflicts. So it's a win. <laughs> it's a win. Yes. I have uh interacted with Andrew Tate quite a bit on the webs, on the webs. I like it. I like the approach. He's funny, man. It's funny. Like uh, his he really speaks from a center point of origin type of thing. And you know what it is is what it is. Teller supername says Trump is our Harambi. He is the monkey pox on America's dick. And also possibly the best president of my lifetime. Sad. Is what it is. That was well put. Tyler Durden's a stupid name. That was very eloquent. Well, well, well typed. <laughs> we got nobody calling in. We got nobody calling in. Because I'm going to wrap it up in a minute. Yeah, this was uh, this is a big one. Absolutely. You're right, Spidey Sense. Not pardoning Assange showed Trump's true colors. That would have pissed off all of the right people. 100%. 100%. Um, you guys want to do some speculations on why he didn't? You guys want to guess why Trump maybe didn't release Assange? Maybe Assange is the guy that can release the information that we need to know and want like to know about uh, Epstein and his uh, his lady, right? You think Trump's been pictured with Epstein? You really, you really think? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. All these people in these circles seem like really sick people sometimes. <laughs> Drop the speculations. Yep. So I don't know. I, I don't know. He, he Trump may just be as guilty as uh, the molesting children stuff as everybody else. So I don't know. I don't know. But he's still probably the best. Yeah, he's definitely the best president of my lifetime. Sorry to say it, <laughs> but it, it's just that the bar is set so low. The rest of them, uh, Obama bailed out the banks and murdered a lot of children. <laughs> like, scumbag. He's a scumbag. Yeah, MMA questions, go ahead. Ask me whatever you want, man. Seattle how new, you can ask your MMA questions. Uh Jake Hassim is that who's that? Is that the boxer? Is that the boxer supposed to fight? Uh what's his name? Because I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Born in 79. Yeah, I was born in 78, so yeah. All right. This uh will be the last question, guys. CILANEU says, uh, have you ever grappled anyone like Mekachev or Khabib, and what's that experience like? Yes, I've trained a lot with both of them for, tech, for, for 10 years. <laughs> I have 10 years grappling experience with both of them. Uh, Khabib is a bear. He's super strong, super super good wrestling, super good control. He grabs hold of you, and it's a fight to get away. You're going to have a hard time getting away, and it's just, just the way it is. Uh, Mekachev is much more technical, much more slick. Okay, Khabib is going to to put you in the wall, wear you out, ground and pound, TKO you. Or he's going to beat you to a position where you just give him the submission because you're out, you're worn out, and you won out of there. Uh, Magachev will catch you. He will catch you. He will bait you. uh, He will sweep you to the ground. Um, Very technical. um, Very good ground game. You know, he's he's much more slick off his back. And... uh, it's just a different different type of attack. Both of them are very good. Uh, Khabib has a much much bigger advantage in strength, but when you're slick like uh, Machida is, sometimes you don't need to be as strong. You don't need to power your way through things. You can find the angles and you can get to the position you need. Tough. I'm I'm really excited for his fight with Oliveira. It's going to be great. Uh, some of them woke up, some of them woke up, but most of them doubled down, guys. Don't, don't expect them to come through. Godless saying, you didn't hear the news. Jake Paul fight is off. Yes, I heard. I heard that earlier today. Uh, and now they're bickering back and forth over who pulled out. So I don't, I don't know. Um, Yeah. I don't know uh, Don't know what's going on with that. It's all a shit show. Jake, Jake Paul is working with the UFC. They're working together. They're trying to scam everybody into, into thinking that, oh, it's a big win for the fighters to unionize. It's not. It gives total control to the UFC. It takes away all negotiating and leverage that the fighters could maybe ever have. Because those guys who get into the union positions to lead, they're going to be company guys. They're gonna be the guys that look out for the UFC and not the rest of the fighters. You think for one second that those guys are gonna they're gonna put their necks out for the rest of the, the rest of the fighters? No, they're not. They are not. If you have a group of fighters at the head of that and the UFC doesn't like them, they're gonna give them really shitty fights and they're gonna get them beat and they're gonna cut them. You're you're not gonna have anybody at the head of that union running things who's gonna take care of the fighters, period. It's not gonna happen. They will only put their guys in it. And if they unionize, it kills the lawsuit. It kills the, it kills the class action lawsuit. You can't have a monopoly if you have a union because they'll have some BS collective bargaining. You can't collectively bargaining if you have no leverage. They have zero leverage. When a promoter controls title and exclusive contracts, there is no leverage. They can't they're they're not going to fight or sit out or strike. You just have a whole brand new set of people. They're not people aren't going to sit out. They're not going to not go come to the fights. They don't care. They just want to see blood. They're going to see somebody get beat up. I'm sorry. You will never ever have any leverage unless you have independent contracts and in association with all fighters and all promotions together where you have independent titles, independent rankings. It's it's that's the only way. It is the only way. Period. Sorry if it hurts your feelings. Sorry if you don't want to see it that way. There is no other way for the fighters to operate as independent contractors. There's no other way for fighters to get the money that they earn, that they bring in with their names. Period. Oh nice. You guys are quick. Quick on the on the blocks. Nice. Alright guys, well I ranted enough. I ranted a lot. Glad um you guys can make it in. Thanks for the questions. Call in next time, guys. Come on. Come on. Let me help me help you. Help me help you. You gotta ask questions if you want the answers. It's the only way. Alright, guys. I'm gonna check you out later. Have a good one.